Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Inside the Closet. Thank you guys so much for being here. It's me, Emma, and of course... Me, Matteo. That's right. Matteo just had a big surgery. I did. We have to do this over... We're not together for this one because I'm taking... I have to take 12 days off essentially i got hair transplants which i've been talking about forever right i mean like how long yeah i i feel like it's no secret like i've just been talking about this for ever on especially on our podcast and everyone's Mm -hmm. always like oh like you it doesn't even look like you need it but now emma now that i'm showing you don't you see what i was talking about so we're not doing video of this episode because mateo has self-respect which i didn't even (laughs) I went in with my face bashed up like it's fine and I'm like why was I putting my face out there but in the the past the way that he does his hair I never noticed I always thought it just looked good but but now that I see where they put are gonna have stuff in I didn't realize where your hairline started not that and look if your hairline is whatever it is it's all good we're just talking just about my hair. We're not talking about anybody else's hair. We're talking about his hair. hair, yeah. Who gives a shit? I don't yeah. want someone someone whose hairline start, you know, is way back being like, oh, my God. But I didn't realize where yours started, and it starts at a way different. It's like if someone had huge boobs, and then they took their bra off, and they, they didn't have boobs. And you're like, oh, I had no I, I didn't realize. So I hadn't. <laughs> Mateo's taken his bra off, and, and I didn't. I mean, you should do a tutorial on how you were doing your hair, though, because, like, I it truly... I was working with... Was, I have a good barber that I see twice a week... Or twice a month. His name is Arthur. And he he has similar hair issues. So we mm-hmm. would, like, cut my hair in... Because I have, like, a widow's peak, but it really was, like, vampire-esque. Like, I mean, I was, like, almost sucking blood. Like, I was at that point. It must be so hard to redo your hair when you have short hair. So, like, you didn't, because it's not like you had much to work with. I didn't, but I would keep the, the parts of my wings kind of longer. And I have really curly hair. So mm. I would blow dry it, straighten it, and then I would hairspray it. And then I would have to put topics spray that, you know, that topic spray that makes it look mm-hmm. like you have more hair. I would put that in between, like, in the wing part. And then it would look fuller because it has, like, a, a kind of like a hair fabric-y thing to it. I remember when I first started balding, I was shooting Janice and Jeffrey like six years ago with Molly, and I was just yeah, always that was, wearing... Yeah, that was a web series we that Mateo did six years ago. But I remember I would always wear hats, and so I took my hat off, and I saw in the back of the video Rebecca, who shot it for us, when I saw it, I had like a bald spot, and I was like, huh, I never... No one in my family's bald, and then mm. I went to like a couple different consultations, but I just didn't have any money. I wasn't getting paid anything at that time. Um, and I remember them asking about my mom's dad's hair. And I was, they were like, does your mom's dad have hair? And I was like, oh yeah, he's like a Mexican with like a one inch forehead. Like he had so much hair. Like <laughs> I just don't understand like how I didn't have any hair. My dad's not bald. My dad's dad's not bald. My mom's dad's not bald. Like. My brother, none of my cousins, no no one in my family has lost any hair. So hmm. I just had like a receding hairline. It never got to the point where it was like bald, bald, but it really bothered me. And it just like things like it sounds so stupid, but like 
putting my head underwater, going for a bike ride, like constantly worrying about like what my hair looked like or like if guys wanted to touch it or blah, blah, blah. Like Kike would always make fun of me. He's like, like I, you're like a woman. Like I cannot touch your hair because your hair is, it is like, you like just do it, just, just get done. And I'm like, I know, like I want to be able to just do this. So finally, now this year has been a good year for my career and I'm touring and I was like, you know what? I've been wanting this for so long. I'm just going to do it. My friend Jamie and I both looked up a bunch of different doctors. And I and you know what? I found really bad doctors. I went in this one office and... Isn't the, that crazy? When you... Because when you're like... When you start like researching the doctors cause, and really looking at it critically. Because I don't know about you, but I always used to be like, oh, you're a dentist. What could go wrong? But when <laughs> I started going in and actually talking to them, I found some really sketchy and doing consults and like I found some sketchy people too and reading the reviews like it's pretty scary yeah and you can ju- and it's just like a gut feeling like I went totally. into this one office and it felt like I was just in like a train station with a desk and like and <laughs> and I sat down and this it wasn't even the doctor talking to me it was someone trying to sell it to me and he was like barely paying attention and, and totally. I was like well I'm not gonna go with this guy and I looked at someone else and then I talked to these people in LA and then my friend, uh, my friend in Italy was like, you should go to Turkey. And it just felt like everything. Oh, Turkey's where it's all getting done. Like everyone is going to Turkey. You can do it for $3,000 or you're like in and out. For hair? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But do they do other plastics? Because I know a lot of people go to Mexico for dental stuff. Uh, Well, Turkey's the place that people go for hair. Like, like it's like the hair place to go to. Good for them for getting a niche. So I found this one doctor named Dr. Carlos K. Wesley in the Upper East Side of Manhattan. And it was like, he, I loved his website. I loved his, everything about it. I, his reviews were glowing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this guy's the real deal. It's probably going to be very expensive. It was very expensive. I mean, that's part of the reason why people go to Turkey is because it costs Nothing. I mean, it costs like right. three grand to get something that could cost, you know, $20,000 in the States. Woo! And I, um, I called them and it's so funny, Emma, because when I called them, I said, I'd really like to get a consultation. They said, you can get a consultation. He's got about a five month wait list for a consultation, mm. which is a good sign. Um, mm-hmm. He does the consultation himself and it costs, you know, a couple hundred dollars to reserve mm. a consultation with him. I'm like, okay, these people are serious. And I, they said, what's your name? I said, Mateo. And she goes, what's your last name? I said, Lane. And she goes, did you just open up for Joe Coy? Like, are you a comedian? I go, yeah. She goes, hold on a second. And I could hear her like running. And she goes, listen, I just saw you last week at Staples and I thought you were so funny. And all the nurses and I saw you and we loved you. There's going to be a cancellation. If there's a cancellation, when I call you, you have to to pick up and I said okay I'll pick up so I was coming back from Moon Tower I was in the airport getting ready to fly back and she go I get a call Mateo I said yes she goes can you be here by 3 p.m. today I said I land at 1 she goes be here by 3 so I went I skipped the five months I went in the office was beautiful the staff was so nice and I had an hour and 15 minute meeting with the doctor oh that's great took close-up pictures of my hair. He said, I only recommend this to 30% of my clients. You know, you have really? to, he's like, you have to have good hair, donor hair, 
in order to have this surgery. And there's a lot of other ways that I can recommend that people can work on having their hair grow back. He's like, but you actually have great donor hair. He took microscopic pictures of my donor hair and where I'm losing my hair, showed me the thousands of pictures of hair. He's like, your hair is more similar to this and that. Like, I felt so secure with him. Yeah, you safe. And, safe. and that, like, he's not pushing something. He's not trying to upsell you, which why does, does that work for any doctor? Like, that's well, the, the other doctors place. told me you'll have to come in multiple times. You'll have to do multiple surgeries. Which sometimes is the case because I've been watching a ton of um, YouTube videos from professional doctors, sure. but not in every case. So I was really, so for 10 days before you can't drink, can't drink, um, I don't drink anyways, but you know, don't smoke cigarettes, no vitamin E, no fish oil, no. no fi- why is that? Um, no Advil, no, nothing that thins the blood because right. there's going to be doing so much with your head that they don't want you to be bleeding profusely. So you God, have to do stuff imagine. to make you... I know. And then... Bleeding out during that. Oh, you do bleed like, a lot. You do bleed a lot. Um, so... But you're under, right? You weren't, like, sitting in a pool of blood. Oh, I'll... <laughs> I'll get there. Okay. So they, you have to do blood tests to make sure you don't have this, this, and that. So I did all my blood tests, and... Um, I bought a pillow so I can sleep at a 45 degree angle Mm -hmm. and um, (laughs) I was so excited. So first of all, because I never do drugs and I never drink. When I came in the office, you have to take an antibiotic an hour before you go in. No caffeine, no salt. So I just had plain egg whites, plain oatmeal. Shoot me! (laughs) No salt! I know, and as an Italian, you know, just I... So I go in. And literally, you sit down. There's, they're like, "Hi, how are you?" It, I just feel, you know, when your gut hits you, you're like, "These people are fucking professionals." It's like the difference yeah, between being told, at an open it, mic in the mm-hmm. cellar. That's how I felt when I did my dent. When I found the right dentist to do my dental stuff, it was like, I think we had gone to like three or four people, and it's Which good your teeth when someone's look in, beautiful. By now the they way. look great, and he. It's good when someone's an easy no, like that place that you went in. You're like, "This isn't right." I had one easy no of my own where we went in and the receptionist was really like nervous like she seemed nervous something didn't seem right it felt nervous in the waiting room then the guy was weird he had he had all of these very bizarre pictures on the wall and then he started talking about how he like would go on african safaris and i was kind of it was just everything was very strange and then the vibe it's hard to describe but it just did not feel right so then when i left and Lexi came with me to that one. We both were like, okay, so not him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that. And then it's just like, let me pray that there's... And then we went into the right one right away. The office, bright, sunny. Oh, I do this. I'm a specialist in that. Calm. Calm. Just so calm. The, the, there's not like... And the place that I was in before when I went and where the problems were, that place was so not calm. Like... Everyone, this receptionist is stressed out. Everyone is stressed to get People are coming, going. People are angry because everything things are like overbooked. It feels sketchy. Yes, and I this was like calm. I walked in was calm. calm. They've had the same secretary, well, administrative assistant, I think is what you call them now, for years. Like, really? mm-hmm. they even send you a video. The doctor sends you a video of everything to expect from the surgery, what to go oh my through, God. and afterwards. That's what they did and- with me too. Same. And I was like, oh, versus back at the park at Gramercy Dental where this went wrong. <laughs> they never sent 
one i mean it was like literally and then they would change the prices retroactively like it made no and i remember i almost wanted to cry because when they sent me that thing where like, this is every single thing that's going to happen i go okay and and what it, do you guys have a ballpark for how much it'll cost and they were like yes like we're gonna send you an itemized thing before and i was like okay and this is it it's not like gonna change and they were like absolutely not they're like you'll know that every step of the way and i was they, like oh they did God. the same thing to me that we need a down payment now they right. said because if we put your date like he's so booked if you put your date in down payment now and then um yeah then i finished paying the rest of it the day of and uh so when i get in the office they go the nurse was so sweet she was like okay here's your pills it was too vike i think it was too vicodin in an ambient Okay. And, and they were like, take this. I'm like, okay, you'll start feeling in a half hour. I sit with the doctor. We re-go over my hair design, my hairline. And then I lay down. And the last thing I remember is they put... The last thing I remember is that they were putting in anesthesia or like numbingness, I'm sorry, in the back of my head. Mm. And I just... Out. And then I woke up at one point and... They, one of the nurses was Dominican and she was so sweet. And then I told that I was Mexican and she asked if I could speak Spanish. And I said, yeah, I speak better Italian, but I, I do speak Spanish. So then I woke up like only speaking Spanish to her. <laughs> I was like, I was like, the other I, doctors like, are so confused. Like, oh shit. <laughs> like me just dead. And then all of a sudden I'm like, pero yo tengo una pregunta porque right. cuando yo fui a México, like, you know, and then they like crossed a wire. They're like, oh no, we did it wrong. Change it back. <laughs> He started speaking Russian. Then they helped me go pee, and then I fell asleep again, and then I woke up, and I the Game of Thrones was on, so I must have asked them to put on Game of Thrones. And I remember someone got murdered, and I just pointed at the TV and said, that's me. And then <laughs> I fell asleep again, then I woke up, and they were like, everything went really well, and... Um, they wrapped me up. They kept trying to keep my head still as they were wrapping me up, but I looked like the Sultan from Aladdin. Just like I had right. like a big white wrap. And Nick was nice enough to come pick me up. Oh, good. Wait, so, I have a question. I didn't, so two Vicodin makes you, so you were supposed to pass out? I thought two Vicodin would just kind of make you like really well, calm. It, it's supposed to make you calm and you, you're, you're not supposed to be under, but you can right. fall asleep. But I was just so... I don't know if I was asleep or what. I mean, I only remember two moments. It was a wow. nine. You were done. I went to sleep at 7, 8, 8, 7 a.m. and I woke up at 4 p.m. Hmm. And then I was like high the rest of the night. And I remember I was playing Fortnite high as a kite. <laughs> but Nick was very sweet. He's like, all right, let's go. And then like, I was Bless like him. having to help him come up the stairs because, you know, he's so weak. But um, that's hilarious. But do you want to? You're know what, helping him. Do you want to know what they do with the surgery? Please. Is this too much? Am I talking too much about this? Like, I don't want to think. Not. I don't want to skip over your life. I feel bad, but like. No. Also, I'm surprised that the, I, that's interesting. <sighs> they let you design the hair, so you could basically say, "Here's my goal," and he can say whether or not they can do that. I tell him what I want, and he says, "This is what's realistic." So oh, got it, they, got it. they do it based off sense. graphs. Graphs are a certain amount of hair. Like you have graphs of your hair all around your head, sometimes in groups of twos mm. or threes. And mm. so what they do is they have a machine. They used to do something called FUT, which is was really popular in the 90s and the 80s. They would literally cut 
a strip of skin off of your head and then use the hair from that to replace on the top of your head. That's what I've heard of before. I mean, after you were talking with this, I was Googled what the, the new, but that is what, and I couldn't remember what it was called, but wasn't that kind of what gave it things a little bit of a bad name? Cause sometimes it would like grow, like be grow in in a different way than the other hair was growing. Well, in, in the eighties when they were sort of discovering it, you know, I think they were, there were a lot of, it, it wasn't, it wasn't great. The 90s, right. late 90s, actually now that I've been watching FUT, which is what they don't do as much anymore, but it actually is a very good way of getting hair donor. You can get a lot more hair out of it. But the problem mm. is you have a scar on the back of your head for the rest of your mm. life. So now what they have is called FUE, and they have a machine that literally microscopically goes in and pulls out your hair follicle from your head. And you Yay. can... You can do it from all around. So from all your sides to all around. So that way you don't see scarring. You don't see that where you got the surgery. And um, it works. It really works. And what they do is they cut, they pull out your hair. They do PRP, which is like the plasma, and put it back in your hair, your head. Mm. Then they literally cut in your head where the design is going to be, like the, the design shape is going to be. And sorry, I have like cotton mouth right now. And um, then they, excuse me, they um, they put the hair. It's like planting a seed. It's like they put mm. them, they put it back in your head. And um, I would say an average guys will get like fourteen hundred grafts. You know, depending. I got two thousand seven hundred. So the, is that that's is it better to have more? It's a lot, and I, I'm glad that I got a lot because he was like, you're going to be very happy with the results. And Great. But what happens is now I am, I'm, like, on a task. Like, every hour I have to put drops in my head. I have mm. to ice my forehead. I have to take two um, Epsom salt, Epsom salt baths where I just... Why is that? Those are great. I have to do it because of the, the donor section so it doesn't scab or scar. I, oh, to... it, I wouldn't, I'm surprised Epsom salt helps with that. Cause usually Epsom salts for like muscle relaxation or detox. I didn't know it helped with scarring. That's what they told me. So I'm doing it. Let's believe them. And I then believe them. I'm sure they're not like working, getting a kickback from Epsom salt. They're not like, there's not like some <laughs> big Epsom salt lobby. That's like, Hey, we got this. This is where we're going to get I'm on up our sales. I'm on 10 pills of prednisone yesterday and six today. And then tomorrow I'll do five. Then four, you know, you taper down, which helps, I think, with the swelling. Because I've not started. Because you're not swollen, which is great. Not yet. You do can kind of see. No, I feel physically. I Look, it's not too comfortable sleeping. But I right. take an Ambien. They gave me four Ambien because I have to sleep sitting on a 45 degree angle for just a couple of nights. And then um, after 12 days, I'll be totally back to normal. Like, I can just go to the gym. Great. I can wear a hat. I can do my hair however I want. But it's just these 10 days are going to be like, ugh. When you used to, would you ever have this? Because I remember when I had my acne, I would feel this way because I'd have the makeup on and... I remember sometimes, like, if I was, like, making out with someone, like, I'd be like, oh, the ma- my makeup's going to, like, get on their face. Did you, would you have that with your hair? I know, yes. obviously, it's, like, different, yeah, where you're like, oh, my, I don't want my hair to, like, wipe off on their Yes, if I'm having, 
sex or like if right. I'm making out with someone and you you want to grab somebody's hair and I would right. be like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, hold up. It was so embarrassing. Kike would always laugh at me. He's like, I cannot touch your hair. Why can I not touch your hair? And, um, but you know, I mean, how it is playboy. But sometimes it's like, you know, it's going to be crazy to think. So my hair in four to six months will start to really come in. Then okay. eight, eight to 10 months, it will be really thick. And by 12 months, I mean a completely new head of hair. And I just don't even know what it's going to be like to have a different hairstyle, to touch my hair, to not worry about the wind, go swimming, put my head under the fucking mm. water. Like, I don't, I, I, I. How much hair are we talking? A lot of hair. I'm going to have a lot mm. of hair. I will. It'll be a lot. Like, would you ever have, like, would you ever do, like, long hair? Like, Fabio-ish? No. 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 What I really want to do, I don't know. Maybe you guys, comment people on my Insta or, or write us and let us know what kind of hair I should have. I, kind of I wanna... think you would look really cool with long hair, but I just don't think that it would... I don't know. Maybe because I'm just so used to how you're having short hair. I just feel like it would look so different, but I think you could really pull it off and it would look great. I had but, long hair in high school. Did you? Yeah, I, I could send I mean, you a picture. I had like really long hair, like Ashton Kutcher, that 70s show hair. I had to straighten it. I think it could look gorgeous. Like I think like with like your muscles and skin, like having the long hair could look really incredible. It just... I like short hair. Yeah, it just see, something for some reason, it just seems like it would be, it'd be so different. I just want my like, hair to be like the front to like what is this called? It was like poof, like goes like that, and I can just like put my hair through. You know, like you want to run your hands through your luscious locks. Yeah, and I could before. You know, I can't wait to show Bobby Kelly because Bobby Kelly caught me during the pandemic. He's a bald person. Yeah, but he saw me and he was like, he's like you're balding, and I was like, he coming- said that to you. He's he's. <laughs> He's bald. Like, <laughs> I know. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's Maybe like he was like trying to, like, looking forward to like getting like a new person on his team. I I remember the first time I noticed my hairline receding. I was 23, and I had gone through a breakup, so of course I shaved my head like Britney, and mm. I noticed I had really high widow's peak, and mm. my sister's boyfriend at the time. I wonder uh, why it's called widow's peak. Isaac, let's look up why it's called let's a widow's look, Let's peak. look it up. Hold on, let me look up. Let's see. Um, why? I mean, my dad is bald, but he's been bald. I think he was born bald, as most people are. But I think he, I think he's always been bald his whole life. The term stems from the belief that the hair growing to a point on the forehead, suggestive of the peak of a widow's hood, is an omen to early widowhood. The use of a peak and real—I don't even understand what I'm reading right now. Yeah, what do they mean? Widows have hoods? I'm, I don't know what that means. Well, I don't know what that means either. Either way, I, I remember him saying that and then thinking like, oh, like maybe I do have a widow's peak or like, I don't know. And then like, it really bothered me. And then I just started wearing hats all the time because I was like, well, remember that when I when you first met me, I was always wearing hats? Kind of. And then I when figured- I think of when I first met you, I have this really clear visual. This is really funny. I remember. Okay, Peek so in the cave. yes, but this visual that I have is 
I do remember that very clearly, but this I, I, this is so clear for some reason. So if you if you go to New York or when you guys go to New York, the West Village area, Mateo and I talk about that a lot. It's like very bustling and there's a lot of comedy clubs there. I remember being on a street there at this comedy room. I'm blank. The Village Lantern. That's what it used to be called. And I was standing outside it and I saw Mateo either walking like up by me but on the opposite side of the street or like walking it was it was in a distance like you didn't see me but i saw you and you had on little jean shorts and a yellow shirt or something and you were walking like kind of like with a real like pep in your step and i remember whoever i was talking to i was like oh i was like he's funny i met him at the creek in the cape and they're like yeah that's mateo lane he's cool and i was like oh yeah and then the person was like what's he like and i was like i don't really know him but he was really nice when i met him at the creek and they're like cool and you were you, the way you were walking was very, Faggity. like, kind of, a little bit, but, it, but, it, but like, that's not the word I was going to say. I was, it was more like happy, like you were really, you, were, you had a bounce. Like maybe you're listening to some music or something, but I remember that. But it's interesting to look at now because you're, everything was so different. Like you're, I don't remember the hat so much. It's just like you were much, much, sm- you're very small. Yeah, it was about 30 pounds less. Right. Yeah. But I remember that. 70,000 no years ago. I guess I don't remember the hats that much. Yeah, there was a phase that I was only wearing hats, and I, like, didn't know. That also might have ruined oh, my yes. hair. Did you ever wear hats on TV? Would you mm-hmm. do that? Mm-hmm. You would. Mm-hmm. I think you wore a hat in one of your Montreal tapings, because there's, like, a video of you in a yeah. green tank top. Yeah, and you had a hat on. Yeah. You pulled it off. It didn't seem like, it, it didn't seem like, you know, someone's wearing a hat, and you're kind of like, what are they... What's going on? Why are you wearing a hat right now? So it didn't, it like went with the outfit. You know what I mean? I mean, I hope so. I don't know. But I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, I can't believe. That's so exciting. I know. I can't believe I did it. And you know what? Like I've noticed, I'm telling everyone, obviously I'm here, but like lots of of comedians have been asking about it and I'm telling them everything. Like Ari Shafir texted me and he was like, can you come on my podcast to talk about it? He's pretty bald. He's pretty bald, yeah. And he was like, um, can you come on my podcast and talk to me about traveling? And <laughs> I was like, sure. And he was like, can you do it like on this day? And I was like, I can't. I'm recovering from surgery. And of course, everyone's like, oh my God, surgery. Like, what are you getting done? I was like, oh, I'm getting more hair. And he's like, no, really, what are you getting done? I'm like, I'm getting more hair. I was like, I'm getting hair. Here's my doctor, da, 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 da. And then I said, I'll send you update pictures. And he was like, oh my God. He was like, please, yes, yeah, send me everything. Like, I won't say their names, but I've talked to a few male comics who've gotten it done, and they've not told anybody. Oh, really? That's so funny. Yeah. That's but so I'm interesting. Like, I mean, I to each their own. I know. I was with Ethan Simmons the other day. We went to the beach, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get my hair done. And he, because he's a nurse, he was like, oh, I'd love to see how they wrap your head. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. But I, I mean, think once you're honest about it, people can't really shame you for it because you're like, of course I fucking, not. I mean, bo- it took me years to work to this point to get it. I want it done. I did it. I'm not going to feel bad about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, someone shaming someone for do. I mean, it's like, although actually, as I'm saying that, I've been with people before that have been like, I want to get my lips done or I want a Brazilian butt lifted. I'm like, no, but I should be. It's always a girlfriend where I'm like, don't do it, don't do it. But you, should, I mean, I know for lips, it's so painful. And I'm like, it's just going to hurt. Those two specific things, like, I'm I'm talking about my girlfriend right now. She wouldn't care if I said it. But she'll, she'll be like, I want a Brazilian 
a BBL. Do you know what yeah, I'm talking about? Yeah, Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. So for so okay, a BBW in porn is like what is it? Big bodacious woman. I have absolutely no idea. I it's not in the porn that I search. What does BBL stand for? What does BBL BB, stand? BBL is a Brazilian Wait, butt lift. BBW. I always get. Oh, big beautiful woman. There we go. Bodacious is okay. That was I shouldn't have said. So B- BBW. So a BB. She wants to get a BBL. And first of all, I think they're illegal. Second, they're, you can't, they're illegal. I think so. I think so. Most or, or is a BBL legal? Imagine. We a, imagine. We should, we should get a plastic surgeon on this podcast. Oh, is it? It's, also, imagine you got arrested for getting a BBL. Like truly, could you like? I mean, they've arrested people for crazier things, but it it is legal to perform both procedures at the same time, okay? For a BBL and a tuck. So a BBL is, I don't, don't quote me on this, but basically they are like implanting and augmenting the shape of your butt, but like, imp- I don't know what they're implanting it with. I think they're just, I, no re- I don't, uh, let me look up. It's a big surgery though. It's a big, it's big, big surgery. And you can't, and, and like literally and figuratively, but you can't, this is the thing, you can't sit for a very long time. And there was this video that went viral of a woman getting, wait, yeah, I, this video that went viral, I also think for a second, did I see this in real life? No, but it was a video I saw of this woman who had to be taken off of a plane because you're not allowed to sit. She got on a plane after she had a BBL and didn't wait the right amount of time. And I don't know what happens, but it's not good. And she had to be, like, taken off in a stretcher. Wait, but then how, what are you supposed to, how long, how, what do you mean you can't sit? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I remember I had this Uber driver in L.A., which I really try to be, if I really keep the conversations, because in L.A., if someone's, people usually want to be talking about entertainment, and I'm like, I just, I farm blueberries in Maine. I can't. I don't <laughs> But I remember, and I, I'll make, I'll talk to the Uber drivers. So it's just if it's about entertainment, I'll kind of be like, oh, um, I had a bad experience once with this guy who was like a ba- uh, background actor for some Chuck Norris stuff, which oh does sound interesting. But he was like trying to like poke around for casting, and I was like, oh. I, but anyway, I, this- I got my Uber yesterday because I had to go back to the doctor to get the wrap taken off. So I literally looked like the Sultan. Like I had like a, I looked like <laughs> toadstool. Like yeah, and I. I get in the Uber, and the guy was uh, Dominican. He spoke no English. So for 30 minutes, we spoke in Spanish, and I explained. Oh. And he was like, because he was like, I want to do that with in Spanish. He's like, I want to do that with my hair. And I was like, oh. well, here's what I did. And I was still high from the drugs. Like, I was still literally right. high. And I was like, I did this. You do that. You talk to this, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, like... Then I was saying you could, like, he's like, but my hair's not, my donut or hair is not strong enough. It's like, well, you could take medication to get it stronger. And then after a year, mm, if it looks true. thick enough, then you could go and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, who the fuck? I was so high speaking in Spanish. I mean, he got a kick out of me. He was laughing. I mean, I literally sat there looking like Toadstool from Mario. You know what I mean? Talking probably, to this guy like, in. <laughs> imagine he, like, actually asked you something else, but you're so high. You're like, well, here's how you get your hair done. And he was mm. like. I was just asking about the air conditioner, and you're like, tell yes. him all this stuff. I have real bad cotton mouth right now. Like, not to sound gross, but like. I wonder why. Do you think it's the? Do you think it's the? Um, the antibiotics. antibiotics? Have, yeah, they've dehydrated the living shit mm. out of me. So like, I'm just mm. like, not to be gross, but I'm like, you know. 
I'm gross. I'm gross. I'm gross for the next 10, 10 days. 10 days is going to go by so fast in the grand scheme of it. I mean, COVID made me think about time differently because now it's like, oh, two years or however long it was. Two, two years, three years, one year, five years, whatever it was, like that went by. So now I think of time, like 10 days, probably a couple years ago, I would have been like, 10 days? But now 10 days, who gives, I mean, I know. And you know what? I'm like, maybe this is kind of a blessing because it's like 10 days. I won't get COVID. I, I'm i not going to have any sex. So I'm not going to have the chance of catching monkeypox. I don't need to do shows. I can rest. I can't. You know what I mean? Like, I really have just sort of like. Is monkeypox still? I know a few people have gotten the vaccine. It does not pop up in my news feed at all. I have to search. I have to I have put a Google I, I alert believe, on monkeypox. I believe I was talking to someone and they were saying that because of um, because of vaccine rollouts and because of uh, the way, uh, let's just say, quote unquote, certain behaviors like queer people have been doing a really good job at like being open and talking to their sexual partners God about uh, monkeypox, et cetera. And it's going down in New York city. That Yay. doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's gone, but it means that, you know, we've done as a, as a community, we've done a really good job keeping it at bay and people are Take getting that, vaccinated and they're talking. <laughs> yeah. My monkeys, I mean monkeys. I'm not calling homosexuals monkeys. Could you imagine? <laughs> we, we knew you were referring to monkeypox. Yeah, take take that, monkeys. That's good. I mean, I haven't gotten the vaccine yet, but I talked to somebody and they're like, I don't think that you need to do it. Because, I mean, I'm around people a lot, but I'm not touching very much. Like, the amount of people I touch is small. And I'm a touchy person. Like, I'll pat someone in the back, but skin to skin, there's not much of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I was in P-Town... Um... I was stopped a lot on the street, which was, it's always really sweet. And I would say like, hey, no touching. And everyone was like, absolutely, gotcha, girl. Like everyone was super understanding. For the touching, wouldn't it, doesn't it have to be like a frictional rub? I think it has to be long. I don't know how much studies have been done on it yet, but yes, the the word on the street is it has to be long, prolonged touching, right. uh, which usually happens in sex or hugging or cuddling or whatever. So, sure. you know, but still, I, it's a bunch of strangers who want to take photos with me, and I'm happy to take a photo with anybody. But um, I just said, no touching. One guy, I was like, hey, no touching. And he went and grabbed my neck. Like, he went to, like, put his arm on my neck, and I literally went, hey. I said, no touching. And he was yeah. like, oh, sorry. Ooh, sorry about that. You know, blah, blah, blah. What's the first thing you're going to eat when you can leave the apartment? Because what are you doing for food? You're or just ordering like Uber Eats? I'm, I'm, no, I'm, or I have all my meals ordered. So okay, I'm just, nice. I'm staying strict to my diet. Although once a day I'm ordering some kind of pasta. So last night I had some cheese tortellini with like a butter. Oh my God, it was so fucking good. I might order it again tonight. It was so fucking good. But like, I My can't... friend who's a bodybuilder says every single day he eats something like that i was like every day and he was and but i mean the truth is so every day i eat something easily yummy too but it's just like someone like a bodybuilder like what you're doing is like you're like planning for it yeah i don't know why my hair hasn't dried yet i washed it and then but it just is like kind of like this gross i don't know why it it's, hasn't it's gonna be a magical mystical world of hair discovery now it's gonna be doing all types of things that you're just like oh this is what happens this is what it is i know i just can't wait to see when all these new it takes nine days for the follicles that they put in 
to absorb into your bloodstream to connect in order to be able to grow. So for these Isn't that nine, amazing? It's crazy. It's amazing. Like our bodies are fucking amazing. Like it's just so it's so interesting how everything's all interconnected to like I, since I started doing acupuncture like it makes me feel more connected to it cuz like the acupuncture in my arm then connects to my back and it's just it like I don't think you know it's not like it's just amazing the way that our bodies are able to like heal and fuck up and but all, all of these things and then it's Thank God I don't smoke pot because I think I'd be so tripped out all the time because it's like our brains are sending messages to our body subconsciously and we don't, you know what I mean? I know. I mean, I haven't started to swell yet. If you've noticed, like I really, like so my every single person I've watched online has had like their face looks like they've eaten a gusher. And really? I, like what I look like? W- worse. Really? Yeah, like bad. Like people like swell. If you guys saw, if you guys go to the inside the closet on YouTube, you can see what my face looks like. I was swollen, but why my face was so swollen was also, I think part of it can be like, if there's like a nerve that's hit or something like that, or like in my case, they put way too much bone in my mouth. So my body was like, bitch, but any any kind of trauma really to the head or the face, you're, it's really sensitive. It will swell. Totally. I'm I'm in Vegas right now and um, Are you at the it's actually Rio? No, I mean not that there's anything wrong. No, no, I'm not. I'm at the I'm at the MGM. I'm doing Brad Garrett's comedy club. Oh great. And it's actually it's really it's fun, but the the room is really it's a really good room. It's probably fits like 200 people, which is a nice manageable, not stressful amount. Like it's just like a nice it, it's nice. But so I never, I didn't watch Everybody Loves Raymond that much, but if you did watch it, Brad Garrett was the brother on it, and oh, he every started Italian out watches that show. I mean, yes. obsessed. He and he started out as a comedian, and he still does comedy. But I think this is really sweet. So there's like pictures of him and his wife and his family everywhere. The way it's set up is very much like if a comedian designed a comedy club, mm. which means it's like great sound, awesome green room. And he watches it sometimes on a live feed. Mm. So <laughs> on Monday night, the show was good. The show was good. But last night, the show was great. And I guess he was trying to watch it Monday and like there was like a glitch. And then he got to watch it last night. And he like he texted me and the two other he texted the feature and the host, which was really sweet. I got a text. So it was like, hey, it's Brad. And I didn't. I wasn't thinking Brad Garrett, it would be Brad Garrett. Right. He was like, hey, it's Brad. Like, thanks for doing the room. Like, great job. Like, me and my wife loved it. And I didn't know that they could watch it. because So I was kind of like, oh, is he here? And they're like, no, he's he. They, like, have a live, they have a stream. Which I thought was, uh, it was cute. It was fun. And I was like, I mean, hey, a I little, it's a little strange. So this, is ha- so this has happened to me a couple times. I've been at a club and I didn't know... Like, there was a club I was doing in New York, and, and I mean, I knew the shows were being taped, so I knew there was cameras around, but there was a club I was doing in New York, and I was talking to the booker, I was like, oh, I haven't seen you in forever, and she was like, yeah, I forget that I can see you sometimes, but you can't see me, and I was like, oh, ha, ha, like, what? <laughs> like, I thought she was talking about social media, I was like, okay, I follow you, and she was like, no, no, no. like, sometimes I'll click into the feed, and I was like, oh, <sighs> what feed? But... I guess that people are like, especially clubs that are like videotaping things and they can like watch. I want to fucking be able to do that. I mean, 
I want to do that. I think that'd be fun. I mean, it's I guess that's what TV is, but like having your own comedy club and then just I mean, with, like getting to click in, be like, oh, I'm gonna see what Mateo's doing in real time. Boop boop. I don't know. It's it's seems, it seems slightly stressful. Um, everyone, if you're listening, uh, this has been the hair episode. I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be performing um, in Cleveland at Hilarities September 23rd and 24th. Uh, so go to MateoLaneComedy.com for tickets. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I see y'all soon. Oh, I'll also be in Milwaukee October 20th at Turner Hall. So go to MateoLaneComedy.com. Get your tickets. I am going to be in Milwaukee September 8th, 9th, and 10th. And I know there's low, we're almost out of tickets on the 9th and 10th. Um, I'm, I've never been to Milwaukee before. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. The My buddy who's featuring me is from Milwaukee, so he's going to like show me around. I was like, you don't have to, I don't, but let's do it. So, and then I'm going to be in San Diego at the Laugh Factory on September 30th and October 1st. And I'll be in Palm Springs for one night only on October 21st. And then I'm filming something that I'll tell you guys about. Uh, I'm filming it on the 10th and 11th, and I'll tell you this real quick, Mateo, because you might get a kick out of it. So I uh, – oh, wait. I feel really bad because you have to pee. I'm going to say it so fast. I worked so hard on the audition, and then I was and, – and really because the character was supposed to be like an asshole. Not that I'm not an asshole, but like it was just different from how I am. I'm not an asshole. But I was talking to the producer, and he was like, Emma, Emma, Emma. Nope, we, we want you just to be yourself. And I was like, oh. So they're like, you don't even have to be that character. And I was like, I'm not like that character at all. And he was like, it's okay. We watched your stuff. You just get to be yourself. So I'm just going to be myself on it. Oh, congrats. Oh, that's even yeah, better. Yeah, which is fun. Great. It is fun. It, it is fun. It made me be like, God, fucking it. Because the last acting audition I did that I really put my heart into, I did a strip tease in it. <laughs> and okay, I did, wait. And I was like, this for the next episode? Yeah. I, I stripped. Okay. I did a drag king strip tease. And I was like, I'm oh done after God. this. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, guys. Like and subscribe. Star Games Audio, a podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.